Uh, hello, yeah. everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Gaming Podcast, episode three. My name is Marcel MD14. I'm joined, you know, by a little smaller group this time. We got rid of everyone else. They're off in space playing Starfield. We, I don't know where they are. We lost them. Uh, but we'll hopefully next episode we can find them, um, find them or something like that. But Sammy, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, thank you. Yeah, excited about this week. There are some interesting leaks that we're gonna get to, and yeah, looking forward to it. And uh, Steve, how are you? The only Steve. It's about time. Just, yeah. The battle, Steve. You won. You won. I did. I did. It was only a matter of time. I knew it. it, it, it this is kind of like a battle royale. It's like we're playing Call of Duty Warzone. We're slowly. The gas is slowly getting everyone. Eventually, it will just be you know two of us here. Who's who's going to take it? Yep, that's right. That's right. Just don't say you you beat blind blind gamer Steve. Okay, just just use use his legal name because it won't. I don't think it'll be good for PR and everything. No, and God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Riley, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a fun week with the Starfield launch and everything like that. Yeah, you There's officially launched. You officially launched your uh, your Walmart into space. How did that go? I did. I finally did it. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It took way too long, but I finally did it. And then I had to uh, poorly add the logo on top of the video, which was really funny to me. But I got a great chuckle out of it. I, I, you know, I can tell you right now, there's a certain man, a friend of the show, Aaron Greenberg. He really, really liked it a lot. So I could uh, pass that officially to you. So that's why I just flew it on there just to get feedback for you about your Walmart store. I had no other reason of seeing him. So. You know. Thank you. Yeah, I saw Phil Spencer <laughs> liked uh, Aaron Greenberg's uh, post. About there you it. go. There you go. So, so <laughs> Phil Spencer has seen Walmart in space at this point, which is a a nice pat on the back for myself, honestly. You know, it's about time yeah. you guys made it up. You guys are everywhere here. It's about time you go. You know, in the atmosphere. You know, so yeah, it's about time you you put great deals in yeah. space. You know, so roll <laughs> back, roll back into space. <laughs> you know, roll, roll back. <laughs> yeah. We finally made it. We've done it. Yep. Uh, well, speaking about Starfield, guess what? I played zero hours of it. It's been burning my pocket, but I want to hear all of you about it. Sell me on this game. Who wants to go talk about it first? Starfield, Starfield, Starfield. I, I'd love to jump in. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, just to kind of put some some things into context, like I, I really enjoy Bethesda games going all the way back to uh, Tomorrowwind, uh, Oblivion, Skyrim, Fallout. Fallout 4 was kind of like the first time where I was like, ooh, you guys didn't hit like the highs that I usually expect from the, this. So coming into Starfield, I was like, this game almost feels too large to, to miss. Like it, it almost seems like Bethesda would have to go out of its way to like screw this up. And um, surprisingly, they didn't. Um, I Everyone just got out of the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am enamored by this game. I th I was just checking my uh, Xbox app right before we logged on, and, and um, I think I'm at like 32 hours in, and despite i i do have like some criticisms i i, I there are yeah. some like rough edges to the game and i think everyone by and large kind of knows about them by now um if you're just kind of like looking at the reviews and stuff like that i think i think you know the the, the solid eights or 8.5s is definitely where i would kind of put this because for everything that i think lacks in this game they excel so much more in terms of like everything you would expect from a bethesda game whether or not it's storytelling the exploration's great something that i wasn't really expecting was how good the combat feels this is the first time where i was like oh this is actually fun to engage with enemies versus you know smacking them with a sword in in skyrim or just kind of use like using a, a crutch which was the vat system in, in fallout 
this one actually feels like, hey, I'm playing a competent first person shooter. Sure, it's not Destiny or Call of Duty or Halo, but it feels really good. And um, I'm, I'm actually engaged with the the combat and, and gameplay. But I think, yeah, everything that Bethesda is really known for in terms of building lore, building a universe to kind of explore, this Starfield does it for me. I'm I'm 100% engaged in this, uh, even down to some of the, the side stories in this game feel like they should should be part of the main narrative so much so that i'm i get like two hours into uh, a side quest i'm like oh yeah i just completely forgot that this is just in no <laughs> way part of my main like if i'm trying to roll credits on this this is in no part a part of this um even like some of the some of the, the smaller stuff and i know like we're all going to get into it uh, with our own like individual thoughts but yeah even going down to like a minute scale like there's so much attention to detail and clear passion for this game that I feel like it's very exciting to see a team come together, build something brand new and kind of, for me, being the player, jump into it and kind of learn uh, as I go, whether it's the whether it's the the backstory of this universe the characters what i'm even supposed to like prioritize in terms of like picking up and kind of going through and searching you know all bethesda games have the lockers or you know the chest that you go through and kind of determine oh do i want to pick up these books or not i think there's always something like genuinely exciting about going into like an open sandbox being a bethesda game and be like i have no idea what i'm even supposed to be doing here but i'm learning along the way and i'm just yeah i'm i'm constantly thinking about this game and even now when we're talking about i'm getting excited just to go back to it um so yeah i'm having a really good time with this game yeah i'll That's definitely cool. i'll definitely uh i was gonna jump in very quickly i was just gonna say i definitely agree because like everyone who's been talking about it gets me more excited for the game like i had the key uh as soon as i landed uh on, on the trip and everything i was and like more and more people kept on talking about it more and more i'm like oh man i, I should have just brought my xbox with me and everything people were talking about like with the certain missions there was like a a batman-esque mission or something like that yeah. or or there's a um or the fact that like hey if you were like if you leave an item here you go like to the other end of the solar system and like you you will think that like those items that you stored like in a bathroom will be like long gone or something like that and they're like you just come right back to the same bathroom stall i guess you're like and you're like oh my god those items that I left like three or four missions ago are still there and everything like just find details like that and everything is pretty it's pretty outstanding and it's and the fact that you can just get lost in this world and certain things might end up leading you to another mission like it, i think it depends on if you pick like a certain class um or like i think it's like a parental class or something like that and then it can lead you to like a, like, a, like another like a whole another side mission or if you want to rob someone or rob something it can lead you to something like that it's pretty yeah. it's pretty unique uh go ahead riley I was just wondering how long it took the game to kind of like grab you guys because it didn't get me initially no um for me just quickly jumping in the first night i think i put in like three hours and by the time i was like headed off to bed i was like this is fun it's kind of what i expected it wasn't until the second night that i had maybe six hours in and there's a specific like i i guess like story beat that kind of happens where the game kind of says okay you're done with the tutorial here you go and that's okay. kind of the moment where i was like cool I understand now that it's not just we're going to hold your hand the entire way. It's yeah. it's more free form. And th at that point, that's when I was like, OK, I'm I'm in. I'm in for this. What yeah, um, I think that's fair. what uh, criticism do you have with the game? I know some people said that um, even though like, yeah, the NPCs in the background, they don't have too much details to them. Or um, I think I saw someone's review um, who, where they were saying that 
um it just seems everything seems to be safe there's not like there's not too much personality to like a lot of the people in the in the i guess the npcs in the background were like like i guess where like if people were together you wouldn't think they're together just be sitting in a room together in their spacesuits where like maybe they would just been at home and married couple or something like that. there's not like there's like that's too much fine details so of course details that doesn't matter to the game as much but like it's something that it'll be it just puts you in that world and it kind of takes you out of it when you, when you see stuff like that yeah i can definitely see that being uh, a fair criticism i don't really that, that that kind of stuff doesn't really bother me because yeah. i am so uh enamored by the world itself like i'll go through a building and i'm like there's like entire sections of this this place on, on this planet that doesn't really need to even exist but the fact that it does just impresses me uh the scale of of just some of the buildings or some of these planets are is just very impressive um for me like some of the core criticisms is that the way that the game kind of makes you navigate it is all by its mission structure so you you take a mission it pings somewhere on your map and you got, basically have to follow that if say you want to go off that beaten path and say okay i have all this stuff on me like guns and stuff that i want to sell i want to go find a merchant good luck because you can't ping something yourself the map system is just really archaic in my opinion i think it's actually a step back from a lot of bethesda games where you could just go say say the main hub like new atlantis you can't open up the the map there and see okay here's here's the doctor's place here's here's the bar here's the like it just doesn't exist and i understand Kind of why that is because the game just isn't that free form explore a planet do what it's not no man's sky in that way yeah. it is more you, we're giving you a mission you go complete the mission so th there really isn't a need for a ping system other than the fact that maybe you want to find a merchant or a storefront um yeah that's my biggest one and then the other one is kind of the the flight combat or just the flight in general like going from like one planet to another it's just the, isn't, the it game just, offers, isn't it just loading time or something like that or uh, it's like essentially you could um leave a planet get into the, the get into space and then okay. kind of like traverse an area um but the game offers so many different ways of like fast traveling that you don't really even need to do that at all and the times that you end up in like say uh a dog fight like in space it just it kind of feels like a second thought it doesn't feel like an actual core component of the game like sometimes sure you'll find um some some bandits some space pirates that you can fight and stuff you can you know go over destroy destroy their ship or take it over and claim your ship that ship is yours but so much of it just kind of feels very simple in design as compared to the rest of the game that i'm kind of like okay i guess i'll i'll yeah. <laughs> i guess when it happens i'll engage with it but i'm not going out of my way to because it's so far in the back of my mind that it's just not part of like my gameplay loop anyways yeah yeah, yeah. i find uh I, find, I think my biggest problem is like the flow of it like and you kind of alluded to it there steve is like you'll be in an area like at your clubhouse and you'll go to exit and it's like load time and then you'll be like oh you have to go to this other section of the you know the city so okay i'll hop on a train in load time and then oh you have to go back over there and get on your ship it's like load time onto the ship load time have to jump over here load time so it's like the flow isn't really like there and i feel like i feel like the world is really immersive in the areas where you exist at the time but then it's then it's just kind of like cut into because it doesn't it's not like uh you know it's not like a cyberpunk or uh 
or a Grand Theft Auto where the world is the world and you get right. to like explore it a bit. And I get there's more details in that and the physics of the items and different things that kind of play into that. But uh, it makes it a little, dis- it's a little distracting. Yeah, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I noticed that just like the UI in general, it's just missing some of like the quality of life aspects. And I'm like, it shouldn't take this long to like equip a weapon, do this, do that. Um, but I am only around five hours in. Okay. So I think I'm, I was, I'm just getting to the point where like, all right, this is capturing my attention. Let's go. I, I, it was, I didn't watch any reviews beforehand. And for me, I was, it, when I first started it, it was giving me the feeling that Destiny gave me, like when I first like launched like launched the game, opened it up, um, and went in, and I was like, "Oh, this is really exciting." And then for whatever reason, I don't know. I think the hype was just too real, and it was almost impossible to live up to that hype. So that kind of tainted me. And then also, you know, thirty seconds in, you like you talk to Heller, and I'm just like, "Oh, that's just Damien Haas from Smosh," and I 100 percent right. place that voice right away, which kind of ruined the immersion. But it, it was it was a fun fact that he's in the game too because i didn't know that yeah well i mean to, to that point the uh elias who plays adam jensen in um uh is is sam co so anytime he he pops in i'm like oh man this is yeah. just bringing me back um so i i totally feel that um yeah i i, I do feel like a lot of the again the ui specifically it takes so much time to kind of get used to because to your point it does almost feel like destiny where you go in and the game's like here's your here's the game enjoy and you're like well what does what does all this mean like what what am i supposed to be paying attention to and i kind of like the fact that it just leaves you to it to your own devices to kind of figure stuff out there's i mean even 30 hours in i'm still learning new things as i go which is exciting to me i kind of like that but i do feel like a lot of the, the things like going into a menu and swapping on a weapon or or just just simple quality of life things should be a little easier in my opinion how um were you playing this on pc or on console series x for me x and how and how was it uh how was it running for you guys out of just curiosity i think totally fine like i haven't had any crashes or glitches or anything like i had like one shaky enemy and I was just like, you know what? It happens. I'm yeah. just like, the, the world that, that is might, so expensive. That might just be There's him, so to be planets. honest. <laughs> hey, yeah, just like sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I had two crashes okay. w- on one specific night, like within an hour of each other. I have no idea like what caused them or anything, but like hard crash all the way to the home screen. Oh, okay. um, but I've, I've seen other people say like hard crash to the point where their Xbox will restart and stuff. So... I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Although I, I, sorry, I did also boot it up on my Series S just because I wanted to compare load times. Yeah, pretty standard stuff. They're they're pretty close. I I would have to bring up like a a timer to kind of tell the difference between the two. So yeah, yeah. I'm pretty impressed by how optimized it is for the the Series S specifically. Yeah, and I guess like, would you consider this to be like Bethesda's, uh, um, yeah, Bethesda's like best game that they brought out? Ooh, I mean, Fallout has such a nostalgia factor, though. It's hard. Yeah, Skyrim is iconic. Like, uh, I don't yeah. know. I, I feel yeah, like it's too soon to say. But like, yeah. but like, like Skyrim and Fallout were great after, like over time. Like, was it like just amazing at the at the beginning? You found as well, like, but there were yeah. fresh yeah. in your mind. 
Yeah. Like okay. I like Fallout Three. The moment that you leave the vault for the first time was yeah. a religious experience for me. That I <laughs> like. No, I'm I'm being totally honest. Yeah, when yeah, I talk yeah. about like, video game moments, it's always leaving the vault for the very first time. <laughs> That's what he there covered, are, he covered, oh, it, all, he covered it over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and Skyrim, yeah, Skyrim yeah. has like similar similar stuff to that. I, I feel like I have to roll credits. I, I I feel like I have to like ingest this whole game and then maybe spend like a year just kind of reflecting on it to kind of feel out how how I'm I'm doing with this. I will say though, 30 hours into this, I'm already having more fun with Starfield than I did Fallout 4. I I, I know yeah. that for certain. But in terms of like Morrowind, Oblivion, Fallout 3, Skyrim, I'm not sure yet <laughs> because I, I, I put all those games in such high regard for me that it's hard to say right off the, the hop whether or not Skyrim's or Starfield's going to have that same uh, resonance. Yeah. Um, what and- background did you go with? Real quick, if you remember. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Space Scoundrel. Um, and then in terms of the perks, I went with the, the Neon Street Rat, uh, Doring Fan, and I don't remember the third one. I have, I have the parents. Oh, you do? Yeah. How, how is they that? Actually sh- they actually show up. Oh, Are they so nice? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, they're awesome. So like, uh, like one of the Constellation members is like, oh, Riley, like... Uh, your parent like your dad stopped by and gave you a note and it's like hey son feel free to stop by whenever like no rush though and i was like Amazing. and then it added like a little side mission to go visit visit them in your family home oh that's so cool yeah so they're like in the game and they make the parents look like your created character no way i do remember my third one is empath which if you're playing like me, someone who um, loves doing like the, the speech stuff. So with like perception and and uh, like cunningness and stuff like that, it goes a long way to like convince people to to kind of like let you into areas or get you uh, get them on your side kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, um, it's a great little perk. Uh, definitely the the best one I picked. The adoring family was just f- for shits and giggles. Like he <laughs> showed up once. Honestly, it was kind of disappointing. He showed up once. I invited him on my ship, and within 30 minutes, I was like, "You gotta go, man! Like, you are too <laughs> much for me right now." Does <laughs> he contribute at all? I mean, he talks a lot. But does he have like <laughs> skills company. or anything? He does. I don't think that they're very useful. the The main thing is that like. If you don't have him on your ship, he'll just show up at random times when you're in New Atlantis and kind of just give you a gift and gas you up, which I guess is nice uh, of him to, you know, he really likes you and he'll give you like, I don't know, a box of chocolates or something, which is cool, I guess. But yeah, I kind of wish I went with something a little better, like maybe having parents. Yeah, that seems pretty legit. (laughs) Don't you have to like give them allowance? Like they get 2% of all your earnings. That's what it was. Okay, okay, yeah. (laughs) I will say, like, the customization is, like, real good. There's, like, 40 presets that you could choose from. So that's pretty dope. Yeah, and you can change them at any time. You can go to, like, the... I can't remember what they're called, but there's, like, a a vendor of sorts that you can kind of, like, change your face, change your uh, hairstyles and stuff like that if you get bored, which is really cool. everything. You can do whatever you want. (laughs) Now, now, did everyone steal the the souped-up spacesuit in the beginnings for the crack in the display case? So I got it later on, not at the very beginning, but it is the one I'm rocking right now. Yeah, I, I like, just went to the crack in the display case and took it right off the mannequin through the <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. just get that right away. 
good to know. Something to steal later. All right. Well, I know what I'm doing tonight then. All right. It's it's actually OP as hell, uh, just to get right off the rep. Yeah. Um, Also, Marcel, you brought up the Mantis uh, mission. Yeah, yeah. Excellent mission. I heard great things about that. <laughs> um, there's also another one that I completely found by accident. I had no idea. Like, it was not like a listed mission or anything. I believe it's called Juno's Gambit. And basically what happened was like I, uh, I like used the, the grav um, speed or whatever to like jump into like a different solar system. And right, right when I arrived, there was like a, a ship in front of me. It was just called the the mysterious ship i I ended up uh trying to to hail it it wouldn't respond i docked on it went inside and there were these two like mercenaries there in front of like a large computer and essentially i'm not going to go into like spoilers or anything but this seemingly like innocuous mission just turned into like a five minute uh escapade of uh just dealing with what is life and what is the oh. value of life? And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> like, I'm having an existential crisis right now <laughs> because of this mission. And like th- this is like the mission for me that like left the lasting impact so far where I was like, oh, man, this is Bethesda on their game. Like this is what I love about Bethesda, where they're just able to craft such great stories out of like even small moments like that. Um, yeah, if you do have, I don't know how random it is or what you kind of have to do in order to trigger it. But if you come across something called the mysterious ship, just just go towards it because it's All it's right. a really cool mission. Yeah, cool. I was good. I was gonna ask you, like, what about this game made you, you know, like make you wanting more, basically, like like besides you know work and everything. But like, if if you didn't have to work and cover this game, like, is there something you're like, is this game? Uh, would have pulled you back in you'd be like oh yeah i have to i want to play this game because of xyz and riley uh yeah i mean i i had the opportunity to i focused on the shipbuilding first because i had mm-hmm. to but outside of that I, I think that what is really kind of grabbing me is like it's the character interactions right it's okay. the story in the background and all these different little elements that kind of intertwine and create the whole experience in the world like that to me is what it, like i want to go back in because i'm like what what am i missing what else is going on here like and learn more about the characters and stuff like that because it is a really really well crafted world and a great narrative i think so like yeah. it keeps changing everything keeps changing and it's like little things are are really cool about it and we're talking about missions that work like there was a space station that got compromised by like space pirates and then like the whole gravity got like wonky so like it's like shifting back and forth and it's like like these little elements that they they just continuously like surprise you throughout the game which is really cool because there are so many cool especially with the physics mechanics they have in the game like really cool things that they do yeah and i'm just still at the beginning so i'm just still excited about like what more is the game about to like jump me into yeah 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 i'm kind of just echoing riley i think it's the character interactions and the surprising moments like for someone who has a lot of like ocd with completing games and wanting to see it all and everything it took me about a night where i was like there's literally no feasible way for me to experience this entire game and i think (laughs) that's by design for a lot of it just because i think a lot of it's procedurally generated and just by in virtue of the way that i'm playing is going to probably different to the way riley's playing or you'll you guys are playing and 
we'll all have different stories and different experiences with this game. And I think that's something beautiful that only select games can kind of obtain and kind of provide for, for players, which I think is great. Um, but it is something that I had to kind of wrestle with at a certain point where I was like, oh, all these activities that just keep popping up on my feed and everything. It's like, go talk to this person, go talk to this person. I was like, guys, I am on a mission right now. I am, I've got artifacts to find. I've got, you know, the, the crimson fleet on my ass. Like I have so much going on right now. This is becoming a full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's, yeah, it's, it's definitely a hard game to like review because everyone's experience can be so vastly different, but it seems like everyone's like, peak interest or curiosity of like oh if i could do this what else could i do type of thing it seems like i won't keep keep on like echoing that and like um yeah i'm excited like I, i've been hearing about yeah. the same thing that you guys have been saying and and just hearing about it more i'm be like all right well we're done with the show today i'm gonna go play some star <laughs> like i really like i'm really like eager to be playing this game right now because you guys like hearing about it all weekend long with people had early access and then even up to today i'm like oh i'm like i've been really excited to try this game out so uh, if you haven't tried it out, everyone, it's on Game Pass. Like, what are you doing? Like, that's another thing. This game's on Game Pass. That's another mind-blowing thing. Um, so hopefully, it may. It, this might be the game that makes people forget that they have a Game Pass subscription. So... Uh, so good on, good on you, Microsoft, on that. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> it, also, one other thing I got, I, I mean, it just kind of slipped my mind that it would even be a possibility, but um, uh, Samsung, like, sent out their, their press release today. They were like, oh, you don't have an Xbox? You can just stream it on our TV. I was like, we are in a wild time what in gaming where, in that right is, where that is possible. I love I love video games, man. That is, yeah. and video games is something else right now, you know, and um. Um, speaking about video games, let's talk about some uh, uh, some Switch Two leaks if we if we can. Um, so before we get into that, I did see that Nintendo is uh, the NBA. Usually they do this a little bit later on, and they mention a new Switch is coming out. We guess what? They're they're bundling it with Mario Kart Eight, the the greatest selling game ever from Nintendo. Like it's gonna sell even more now for the holiday <laughs> season coming up, and um and like they also brought some new rev uh, like I think a new theme for the light as well like and normally they just they'll bring this up probably like mid october and everything but the fact that they're bringing this a little bit earlier is kind of people are tying it together with the switch 2 leaks that are coming out where um the switch 2 might be coming out sooner than we think i always i always mention switch 2 might be coming out like march of like the same like the same early roughly the same day when the switch came out seven seven years ago i believe and apparently this one is might be coming out with fun <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake, and it's like, it looks like I'm part of PS5 and everything. I don't know if you guys heard these leaks and, and rumors, but I'd love to know what you guys think about all of this. And Riley, where's uh, the Walmart link as well, by the way? Actually, one of the Switch lights is a Walmart exclusive. Oh. The Tommy and Timmy one. Hell so. yeah. Yeah, that's oh, a cool one. That's dope. But uh comes with the game, digital copy of the game. Uh, <laughs> that report, though, I don't believe it. You don't believe it at all. I don't believe it. I there are elements of it that aren't real, so I don't. I don't think it's. I some of it might be true, but I don't. I don't think it's real. Yeah, because I mentioned it comes with the, the camera kits? and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I mean maybe, but mm -hmm. sorry, what? Do you this... think like? Yeah, go ahead. Wait, well, <laughs> I was just gonna say, do you think like people right now like have the dev kits of like the Switch Two like in their hands? Oh, and, like, if it's coming out next year, they have to, right? They have to, right? Yeah, yeah, they they have yeah. to have it. So uh, I mean, yeah, if everything's lining up with the Bloomberg reports, I would assume that okay. that's accurate. Square Enix would probably be a prime partner for that, as would Sega, which was mentioned in the leak that you're referring to. But yeah, yep. 
I don't think I don't think the square stuff is accurate. That, that's the red flag for me as well. Final well, Fantasy so, VII Sony was a red flag. Sony, yeah, well, so, Sony has that. Like that's their that's their exclusive. They paid for it. And we know that because of the uh, court documents in the Activision acquis- acquisition trial. But, so we know it, that they have it. Wasn't that game come out to Xbox though? No, it was well, it, it was, was going to after a, yeah. a year yeah. window, and okay. then Sony was like, "No, we're just going to own it outright." Like not own it outright, but they uh, have the, the rights. That, yeah, like it's it's just going to be on that platform. Yeah, I mean, there's no confirmation of like, oh, maybe by the time all three parts come out, they'll do something for Xbox or anything. But yeah. I find it very hard to believe that out of nowhere, Switch would get it <laughs> as opposed to Xbox. I, I find that yeah. is like the biggest red flag. Mind, um, you, mind you, Sony did try to argue that Switch uh, wasn't competition. For so sure, they, yeah. but like yeah. that's a big step. So I don't know. I mean, to, to be honest, the same sort of legal issues uh, tied Persona Five up for a long time. You know, right. prevented it from coming to consoles, and then eventually they were able to clear it somehow. I don't know what the term, like the window, is for that term or anything like that. Like we just know that Sony seems to have secured that long term. So I don't think I don't think that that's accurate, unless Sony has a is opening its doors to Nintendo in order to branch out, but I, even that is like, I don't, they've never really played nice. Also, it's very weird to to assume that the Switch 2 will have a camera of all things. Yeah, that's so I, I know Nintendo <laughs> is very weird, but that, that's an odd feature to have. It could, I just don't, yeah, like a camera to me wouldn't be a selling point for that. Especially when they're, uh, the report from like Bloomberg and everyone or whoever, or VGC I believe broke it. Right. Was that uh, they're trying to cut down costs on the system by not using an OLED screen? Right. I don't know why. So, so I don't know why yeah. they'd implement a camera. Yeah. And the other big thing is that if you were to implement a camera, you'd launch a Pokemon Snap, but they already blew that one. They've already <laughs> released it. It's not like they're going to release another one for for this. So at that point, like there is no other game in existence that justifies a camera. You you had it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was it. Right. I mean, like they could do some of the AR stuff, but like from the original like DSI, but like right. that, that's short lived. And I, I just don't. It, it, I just don't see it being like a selling point for them at this point. No. I do feel you, like they, they would do something unique, like a little more unique. Do you believe that it will be as powerful as a PS5, though? Or? No. No? No. I, no. I believe it's like I 60 levels. <laughs> like, the re- current, like the current Switch right now, not the new one. Yeah, yeah I, I thought like the, the previous rumor, the previous like round of rumors was that they're targeting like an Xbox One, PlayStation 4 parody, which I totally believe. Yeah. Which is like, I think the parody that was also mentioned in the Microsoft case or speculated on by Bobby Kotick. Right. Activision. So he referenced that. He's like, I think it'll be this, but I don't know. So I, th- right. I would assume because, he because he's assuming or maybe not assuming, but alluding to the fact that that's what makes it possible to put Call of Duty on Switch 2 for the next 10 years is because yeah, if, right? if it's as it powerful exactly if it's as powerful to run on like an Xbox One perhaps it can run on a Switch 2 so I think I think that makes total sense if it's on if it's parody to Series X and PlayStation 5 there's no way that they can even justify low costs even if they get rid of an OLED at that point that yeah. Final Fantasy 7 remake like it runs on PS4 it launched on that platform so like the power disparity is not crazy right like it, it is it is ported to PlayStation 5 off right. of that so 
It's not like it's not like an insane ask to get that running on. I would assume what would be the next gen hardware, but I just I think for rights issues, it just won't happen. Yeah. Just just based on the ownership of 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 that particular release. Do you think with like, is it like did, could you find it early when Nintendo now announced these new bundles and everything as well? Do you do you think maybe yes, this is the window that twenty twenty four is coming out? I think they're like just. Early. I think they're just gearing up for uh, Black Friday. Yeah, and if like, they that are seems it's a perfect it, release window for it, yeah. right? When, when's Black Friday in the states? It's November. like November. Their Last... November. It's their Thanksgiving. And this comes out. This comes out mid October. Like these I these consoles, so they're out just in time for Black Friday. You get you get it on shelves everywhere, and then doors open on that day, and everybody's able to pick up a Nintendo Switch console for with, at a discount, which is nice. I think adding to that, it also opens up the possibility of okay, let's stock these shelves with these new bundles and everything, and then get rid of them by to Marcel's point, yeah, like yeah. by March or something of next year when yeah, we can yeah, start. You know, probably. this is our last like hurrah of here's here are new uh, new variants, new skins, and everything, and they also have the the Mario skin. Um, so let's stock shelves with those, get rid of them, and then Switch Two enters the fold. Yeah. Yeah, I, even then, like, there's a lot of stuff Nintendo kind of has set up for us to expect, right? Like, the pr- Untitled Princess Peach game isn't coming out this year. Like, right? They have to yeah. get roll out that software. They have to roll out Metroid Prime Four. I'm assuming at some point, hopefully next year. Pri- like, but it's got to at least be on Switch because that's the platform they announced it for. So if they're going to uh, transition, does it have it, to be though? It could be on both, but like, it kind of has to at least release on it because then it's like. They could, I could find. I just feel like they would see that through. I don't think that they would just be like, "Never mind, Switch owners like next gen like like owners get it." I don't think because I mean, it was a selling point for them. It was, but response. I also think that it depends on how bad in rough shape that game was over time to the point where maybe they had to like re-engine it to be like, okay, drop it, you know, build it from the ground up and let's target just yeah. next-gen hardware. Well, even, but even the Prime remaster to me would indicate that they're building up to it on that platform. Yeah, that's fair. So I, think, I think that they're kind of like piecemealing it like they did with Pikmin, like they did with all these other IPs. That, that's a good so point. I think it's going to happen. Yeah. So that's why, that's why I would assume it won't release in March. I would think back half of next year if it were to release. Just based on some of the titles that we know and play and some of the ones that I would assume could be announced in the future yeah because of luigi's mansion yeah right Peach. like oh, that's right we're thinking yeah. of at least three games that need to come out on yeah hardware before we get to that so that's and it's not so i don't see it like two of those dropping in january one in february and the new hardware in march like i think it's yeah. like a, a holiday thing unless you know they're really banking on princess peach being a system seller and doing them. <laughs> I hope it is. A crossover game. It could be a crossover yeah, system game. Could be. You know? It could be a Breath of the Wild situation, yeah, you know? That's right. <laughs> well, a, yeah, that's the one thing. Because in the report as well, it's like it's backward compatible. And I hope yes. it's backward compatible because oh, right. I want I it hope. to be. But also for Mario Bros. Wonder's sake, like I feel like you're not giving it like an IP, a game like that has legs, right? I don't think you can cut, cut it out, like the legs out from under it by, you know, giving it a year on the shelf. And that's like too bad, new console. Like, you know, like it, it just went, then it's just like that evergreen presence of a, of a release like that is just gone. So Zelda I hope as well. Too. Yeah, Zelda right. Well, Zelda, yeah. which Pikmin, is also not getting all... DLC apparently, yeah. which is a red flag oh, for me because now it's like, why? 
Why well, you, you yeah. guys introduce introduce what a motorcycle horse for the last game, and now all of a sudden you're too good for DLC? Like it's gonna be spaceship, everything space. <laughs> yeah, you build your own spaceship, build your yeah. own Walmart, and all that. I would do it. I would do it. Yeah. Well, they they had uh, what like aliens and stuff in the concept for Breath of the Wild. That was one of the concepts. Yeah. They had like aliens invading Hyrule. So oh really? Maybe, I didn't even remember yeah. that. Huh. I mean, Majora's Mask did it first, but just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but all that stuff, like I don't know, like it's like the no DLC, like maybe maybe they're saving it for a port of uh, like an ups- upscaled port with new features or something, like yeah, yeah. like stuff for that for Zelda. Like I don't know, like I think there's a lot of uh, a lot they could do, but like to be honest, I, I just have no clue what their play is or when it would yeah. be really like except except for based on what bloomberg's saying or suggesting and stuff like that and not and i think a lot of people are kind of talking about it but i think all we're going to hear are stuff from like devs that allegedly have it and kind of that kind of getting out through the cracks because i remember when the series x was announced like nobody knew that was happening there were like four people on the planet that knew that was happening so they're going to be very tight-lipped and they're going to be very strategic about when that news drops and how yeah. Do you uh, do you think a direct's happening next week? I hope. Yeah. I hope we're due for. I mean, what? How many times have we had a September direct? Like one, like eight years in a row. Yeah. Yeah. I or think something like that. Was it last year or the year before? Was the only year that they kind of skipped. And it was a. There was and that, even that was a partner direct, right? Right. Yeah. yeah there was, yeah. but there was like a, there was a pandemic year where Nintendo didn't do a proper direct, gotcha. and it was kind of weird. Um, but it was pandemic. But so no, I, I'm, I'm. Yeah. Which which kind of leads to um, my uh, you know the point of whether or not Switch Two would come out in like the early next year. It just seems like the timing of it kind of seems off because if they do a direct in September, leading into the holidays, you don't really have that time to kind of like start stirring up excitement for the console. Granted, I think what they did the reveal of the original Switch in January. Yeah, yeah, and then two I months later, so. it was here. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's still possible, but it just seems like right now we're getting so much Nintendo news that it almost feels like they don't have time to kind of like pump the brakes, talk about new hardware, get it out. It kind of feels like there's so much stacking up that to, to Riley's point, we're, we're due for games to come out first before they're yeah. going to talk about hardware, uh, which hopefully this direct kind of goes over. Yeah. I, yeah, I just want to see more Super Mario RPG. Like that's all I really oh, yeah. want. I can't wait for that game. Same. I hope Amiibo. I hope they go all out with it. Oh man! The Ace Attorney series too for well, not just Switch, but I think they're doing it for like a bunch of the modern platforms right. as well. Yeah, that would be cool. Fun. Well, there was also that uh, that leak about uh, Beyond Good and Evil, the 20th anniversary. Oh yeah, that's true. That was. Um, I, I guess uh, they they discovered that it's it's supposed to be revealed sometime ne- like next week or sometime in September. So if they want a, a Switch version that would kind of align with a direct, go with there. Yeah, I don't know. Tokyo Game Show's also on the twenty first, so the following week. So sure. most likely they might just announce some stuff and be like, all right, and try majority these things at Tokyo Game Show or something like that. You know? Yeah. So it could be it could be that. As- could be that as well i'm gonna you know what i'm i'm gonna be that one guy i'm gonna be like i think the switch 2 is coming out in march and it's, it's gonna this is just confirming it's gonna be all backwards compatible that's i'm gonna be that guy so 
I'm gonna be that one fanboy and say I it's, hope it's so. Coming. It's That's coming a good launch. launch. I hope you're right. You know, what, what do you what do you think it'll launch with? What'll be the big launch oh, game? One hundred percent Princess Peach is the my look one. one I thought we already discussed that, Riley. That's yeah, launch game. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. And the Switch Two comes in pink as well. Come on. Oh, uh, honestly, I'm this close to buying a light because I like the colors better. But I'm, but I know I'm gonna want to switch too. So I'm like, I need to hold out. Yeah, it's everyone coming. hold strong. We uh, don't no need the Mario red, red, red no, switch. Yeah. Exactly. Don't, don't get fooled, okay? Don't get fooled. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> It, it it's, it's odd because when you started thinking about okay what's the what's the launch game what's the ten pole launch game, it feels weird to you know kind of sunset the original Switch with a two D Mario and then come out with Odyssey two or something for the new Switch. Yeah. To do back to back Mario's feels weird. Can't do Zelda. It Does could. Donkey Kong have that that selling power? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, maybe. It would have to be something special if they of were. Of course. Like, uh, Kirby's already tree. gone. Yoshi's. Not it. Met with, 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 Prime, with Prime 4 not be considered yeah. as That's a launch game? That's what I'm thinking, or, yeah. I think it could like, be. I mean, what did they launch the OLED with? Dread? Yes. That was oh, kinda, that's yeah, right. so uh, yeah. that's not that's the, yeah, that's definitely a possibility. I I firmly believe like Prime 4 will be a Switch 2 launch, maybe even exclusive. Because it's exclusive, exclusive. I, I don't think exclusive, I don't but know I, think, exclusive, I think I yeah. think you're onto something. <laughs> I think you're onto something. Like it's got to. I, I it'll at least it might be have featured like somehow, right? I would, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. It, it will take your picture and your, it puts you as Samus or something like that. Oh, you just know? in the reflection. Just reflection, just your eyes, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's that's what I think. I think, yeah. and I think they have like a lot of surprises for us too, leading up to whenever they're ready to launch their new hardware. Like, I, there's still some legs on on Switch. Oh, of course. What I don't. I, I don't think they'll stop supporting it. No. no. What if our good friend Jeff announces it? Pulls Jeff Keeley at the Game Awards just pulls all of his, you know. I, I'm not. I, I'm maybe, but Nintendo has go. not <laughs> been. They haven't really been revealing things through Jeff Keeley's initiatives lately. They haven't done anything for a while. They've with been Jeff. very since, hands since off Smash, with since Jeff. Smash Brothers. I was, I was, since Smash, I was going to yeah. say, yeah. yeah, with Sephiroth, I believe, right? That sounds right. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Sephiroth killed, and Joker. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, when yeah. he killed uh, Mario or whatever. Yeah, it was pretty, yeah. pretty sweet. Pretty brutal. Yeah. That's. I wish we had Smash back. Same. It's like the right? one thing I want. Like it, all, the Nintendo directs are always fun, and I always look forward to them. And with Mario RPG in this, like I'll look forward to seeing that. But I just miss Smash Brothers yeah. reveals. I just feel like they hit so hard, and it was so exciting. Yeah. The internet was always like exploding with like excitement over them. Like I really wish that they would continue like DLC support for that game. Dude, that's they that's do a new the wish too. Yeah, yeah, they or, could do a deluxe version or something. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm gonna say ultimate deluxe new fighter pass three. Yeah, I lose my mind. Get Gino to, in there finally. Like, do it, do it up. Yeah. Skullkid, please and thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so all we need is more Grinch theories. That's what the industry is missing right Absolutely. now. Is, like, that was losing the mind. <laughs> I love it. I love that stuff. I love the speculation of it. I don't like the toxicity of it no. because people yeah, are like, no. oh no, like Rayman needs to get in over Crash yeah. Bandicoot, which right. is like, who cares? But it's like speculating and being excited. Like people get so amped about Smash Brothers reveals. Like I really wish we could go back to that era or at least like see a return to it if they decided to, you know, hey Sakurai, DLC support worked well for you. 
was an extremely heavy light like workload like would you yeah. like to do another pass or two and then we'll continue it on to the new hardware or something like that like that'd be cool yeah. i'd be i'd be pretty excited about that i think i think he'd be quicker to accept that than like because he doesn't want to let go of smash brothers let's be honest here and like i know it's supposed to be like a new protege but like that whoever that person they're not ready yet you know and he's, <laughs> he's even admitted that yeah, he's yeah. like that we don't have a protege like we tried to do that it didn't work out so yeah. and he's he said like how much he, he's liked working on it and would like to continue working on it in some of his video essays and stuff like that so yeah. i think i think that if he were to return like a deluxe port uh of of ultimate and just just build the roster out like all the all the parties seem to be very happy like yeah uh third parties aren't aren't even involved they're being like yeah like i want my character in this game so bad like so just just keep going with it see how how you can build the tower like i think it's because the next match once you inevitably get to the next entry in that series it'll it just won't be it it can't it can't be the same roster it won't be like we might have a different director like these things like just build that out as much as you can and then when it's time like send it off and and people will be happy i think i think that's probably the alternative and we need we need at least four maybe five more sakurai presents those are just a hoot to watch fun with him fighting with himself with like the the controller and everything i'm like he's like how are you doing this he's fighting two controllers okay (laughs) he's just casually oh this is how i practice this is how i test out a map and everything i'm like you are a madman but i would like (laughs) i I just want to sit with you for a day and just pick your brain just shake his hand yeah. yeah yeah absolutely yeah, it'll be it'll be wild. And I find that even with Smash, it didn't really get like a fair like not fair chance, but like the whole online part was practically it was very unplayable. And like if and if they yeah. figure it out with this one, then I'd be like, okay, Smash Ultimate now feels complete, proper online, you know, whatever like um, tournament boards, whatever you want, you know, like just make it like as smooth as possible. I found that 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 didn't give that game that much of longevity because everyone's expecting yeah. it to run smooth with online play and everything. So. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. hope. I would love to see that if they refine the maybe do rollback net code for like new on like improved online and an ultimate mm-hmm. deluxe or something like that and really yeah. really flesh that out in a meaningful way with like leaderboards and tournament options and all this stuff. Like People I think I think it could be cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's cool. and it's exciting. Like and I don't think you really have to do much to what's already present outside of and that without before you have to sell another pass. To upsell on it. Like, I think people will pay for an upgrade to that, to core mechanics and stuff like that. Maybe throw in another fighter, a couple Echo fighters, and then sell a new season pass. And people, I think people will be right there. So, uh, I hope anyway. Besides Gino, who else do you want in there? I want Master Chief. Oh, big time. Master Chief in there. Like, Microsoft's very willing to collaborate lately. Like, he's showing up in, uh, was it? Fall Guys. uh, (laughs) Fall Guys, Fortnite. Fortnite. Rainbow uh, Six. Yeah, that got leaked. He's in uh, the Ubisoft fighting game, Platform Fighter, Brawlhalla. Oh, Brawlhalla. Oh, yep. Yeah, right. he's in that. He's so, I, I mean, I could see it. Or something else, it. wasn't there? But yeah. Minecraft. I mean, he's across, like, Master Chief is already across like four different titles on Switch. Like, he's <laughs> available and playable on those. So it's like, just, just put him in Smash, though. Yeah. I want to see like Sands from Undertale. Or, like, that'd oh, be that'd be good. Yeah. 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 Wow. I love that they have Megalovania in there already. Like the song, they added the song in the deluxe me costume in there. I was right. like, this is sick, actually. This is really cool. 
I, I would love Skull Kid. I think um, selfishly, that one would be a, a hoot to play as. Um, but Master Chief is definitely in my in my top three with a bullet for sure. What will, what will be Skull Kid's ultimate? Bring the Bring moon. The moon. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna go. I was gonna be the guy be like, I want the moon as a playable character. It's just so goofy. Sure. Just like, it's like a spirit bomb. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Get, get out of the way. I'm winning this, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, that, I mean, uh, you could go on and on about characters that should be in it, right? Yeah. Like, right. I, like, I feel like Master Chief, Final Smash, like, he he's hauling the Covenant bomb off the back yes, of the ship, and just, then, then he just say. goes through yep. space. Yeah, like, yeah. that would be perfect. Yep. Warhog War as so an item in the game as well. Just like driving oh, yeah. across people, that'd be nice. Yeah, that would be. I mean, cool. energy sword mixed energy with like sword. the oh. AR or something. Oh yeah, you could rock a jump as his recovery. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it would like be, you could go really deep with it. You yeah. could, yeah, yeah. You could, yeah, you could throw it back to like the, the like the old like plasma grenade jumps from Halo Two. If you yeah. really wanted to get nerdy with it, yeah, like you, it would be cool. And you could have like his shield could prevent knockback for the first yes. hit or something like that. Like it yeah. would be really, it would be really neat the way they could implement that character meaningfully. Or, or I mean, even if they really wanted to, uh, like lean into like halo infinite use the grapple hook yeah that's yeah. a great recovery too yeah yeah he has Why many not? items to be, to get like a flush out like fighting like list or something like that like i'll fight like like the whole playlist for him like he has a grapple hook he has a she has his own shield and everything bombs and, like there's enough there to make something out of him there it'd be so. easy yeah and, and also i mean we're going like very technical into this but like on the roster i don't think that there is a long range heavy in yeah, the same way that Master wall, Chief right? would be, right? Mm -hmm. Like, rule kind of has some range, but he's yeah. more of a rush. He's like a range rush down. Like, you set, right. set up into like to close counter, so and it's not quite the same. And then Ganondorf is probably the closest in terms of like heavy set weight, but he's close yeah. range the entire time. Yeah. So, yeah, just saying, he's so perfect. Him, I, I mean, like Master Chief, Crash Bandicoot. I think Rayman would be neat. Yeah. yeah. Waluigi is probably do Gino. Like you could go on and on and oh, on. See, see the best the best <laughs> the best thing to do was just be release a whole new fighter pass, ignore Waluigi yet again. Again. But you know what? Save him just for the don't, last. Just don't service that that fandom <laughs> whatsoever. I wish that Nintendo would just double, triple down at this point and just say, "No, we're, we're, we can't do Waluigi for technical yeah, like reasons." Waluigi ball stage, but no yeah. Waluigi. Yeah. Like. <laughs> just you know what? If anything, put him like last, like the last fighter to come out. And then, like by default, be like Waluigi killed Smash Brothers because he was the last. And then just take the servers off the reboot, next day. Yeah, reboot everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like here you go. So we do awesome as for free or whatever, and, and then yeah. rip the servers down, yeah. take the game offline the next day. <laughs> Anytime I think about Waluigi and Smash, I I like I flash back to that Washington Post article, and it's just the stuffy of Waluigi laying in a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the funniest thing I've ever seen. I remember asking Andrew yeah. Collins at Nintendo about it. And he's like, well, to be honest with you, like really great British guy. He's like, to be honest with you, Riley, like, yeah. it's pretty funny. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it really is, though. Like, it is pretty funny. That so I hope he gets wild. in eventually just because I think that would be actually hilarious. If For sure. At this point. But Master Chief, Crash Bandicoot, Rayman, Gino, yeah. get it done. Get him, Get after it. Oh yeah. You know what? Throw in a fall guy in there. Why not? 
uh, just a little, little bean guy. Little yeah. bean guy. Yeah. He'd be a yeah. perfect like me costume or yeah. something like that. <laughs> oh, that's a great call. That's yeah, true. that's true. That's Jonesy great. from Fortnite. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this goes on and on. You could do whatever. Yeah, you might as well just throwing Goku like everyone's been asking for it the whole time. No, I, my, that my breaks com- the rules. That's you what I said. He's an anime show. Get out of here. He's not the same. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the video game characters. Come on. Yeah, exactly. That's wild. All right, so we're going to be talking about the video games uh, SAG strike that, uh, that might be potentially hitting uh, video games. I didn't read up on this. Um, I don't know if any of you have or, or anything or anyone wants to take lead on this. But um, but yeah, what's what's going on with this right now? This is kind of well, crazy. They, they are aimed to vote. And like if they do vote, it will be, you know, all the screen actors, all the stuntmen, stuff like that. I don't think it would affect the gaming industry big, you know now for games that are coming out uh like end of the year q1 of next year but for games say like activision was like number one on that list of like striking companies so like all the overwatch lines for the only thing that they're selling can't get new ones for all of their events stuff like that um but like i think it makes sense i think in any case like voice actors are actors so they should be included in all these things they want 11 percent retrograde and then they want four percent um first year and four percent second year yeah yeah and i think it, it makes sense because it's a scary world that ai is taking over so much so like they're trying to preserve their jobs for the future and i think like that's fair i but then i see both sides because like if you're a small indie developer and like all you need is like an ai tool to help you like build out your game i'd be like sure but for all the triple a's 100 percent, they should be paying all their people fair wages hmm. i would say for honestly for indie games they should still get like a voice actor someone who's brand new or something like that like get their feet wet or everything like I mean, AI has helped. It has helped me write out like YouTube descriptions and everything. So I, yeah. I see the benefit of AI, but then like I also understand. Like I wouldn't want AI to take like a like take someone's jobs away. Like no one's doing a, my job to right, like write like a YouTube description. Like, but when it comes when it, I, when it affects people's like it can affect people's jobs, then I'm like okay, their livelihood. Un- yeah, un- unplug it. Yeah. <laughs> And I think we're getting to that like ethical point where like, are we going too far? And like, that's like the scary part of it. Yeah, it's kind of, it's weird because we're still in the very early stages of it. So we're not feeling impacted by it quite yet, but things will shift pretty drastically as the technology keeps getting better and better and better. Yeah. But, and I, and I totally get the stance of the union there. So, I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm very curious to see how this shapes games and who ends up being impacted. And if this creates a bigger drive to non-union members for video game inclusion, like, I, I, I'm very curious to see how it all shakes out long-term. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, obviously I'm in to support all the, the voice actors and everything against, you know, major corporations, because right now we're talking about, you know, the, the early stages, the advent of all this AI technology. And unfortunately, we're seeing a lot of big companies abuse them right off the hop because there's no regulations in place. And I think that's the big hurdle right now is kind of yeah. getting to the point where, you know, you you have um, uh 
almost like organizations kind of step in and say, okay, we're talking about the efficacies of all, all of this. Have an organization step in and be like, okay, if you're going to use AI, it cannot affect jobs. It, it can do this versus that. And um, we, we really need to get start getting to that point really quickly. Um, anecdotally speaking, and not that it correlates to, to voice actors, but when I was at EA uh, in Vancouver just a couple weeks ago, they were kind of talking about, oh, we're, again, in the advent of working with artificial intelligence by in use of just like helping the studio kind of do more with the tight annual uh, constrictions that they have getting out an NHL game year by year to their fair credit. It doesn't sound like anything that they're kind of looking to introduce would affect jobs. It, it might actually, you know, incentivize, it might actually get them to bring on more people because they're introducing more work and uh, taking, you know, a lot of, um, being able to like so for for instance create non-player models faster um so for like the crowds and stuff like that um which is good but that being said again that can easily open yes. the door to <laughs> now we're now we're replacing artists now we're replacing voice actors now we're doing all of this stuff so i mean i want to believe them that you know everything's on the up and up and intends to stay that way um in the in the future but again you are looking at, uh, I mean, we're looking at this report, Activision and EA were two of the ones that were specifically mentioned. So, um, yeah, I, I want, I want the union members to, to get their dues and everything and get protection. I think that's the, the biggest part of all of this, but then just to get to a place where all of this can be regulated. So we don't have to kind of worry about, okay, what are jobs looking like five years down the line? Who's going to be affected by this very scary, scary beast that is artificial intelligence. Cause even as a writer, I mean, I'm yeah. deathly terrified oh, of chat GPT hundred percent. Oh my God. Absolutely. Like, and, and computers were always meant to assist us, like, and not our, replace and us, not, not replace us. You know, we have many, many movies that have, have foretold the story and everything like that. Terminator, you know, yeah. Blade <laughs> like, Runner, you know, yeah. Blade Runner, you know, stuff like yeah, that. And much. like, I feel that if you're taking away like someone's job, like one thing that stuck out in my mind is uh, uh, what's that show that just came out? Uh, invasion, where the whole intro was AI generated. That's yeah. that could have been someone else's job making the whole intro there. Obviously, it could have been a lot cleaner as well because that was like one thing people were like this is very ugly and everything like that. But they the fact that they're like no, we're gonna go along with it because it costs cheaper or. I, I or whatever reason they may have given. Let's be honest, it cost it, it was cheaper for it them to do that. Thematically is what they said. Yeah, so yeah, thematically cheaper. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> like, like that could have easily been done. Like, like especially with Disney, who have you have so many an animators from generations. So like their fathers drew, then now their sons drew, or their daughters are drawing there now because you know their parents. Drew, and like now you're just like, all right, well we don't need them anymore. Like. Right. I don't know. It's like, a bad precedence for sure. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I think that's that's kind of the scariest point. And I'm, I'm pretty sure we, we actually talked about this offline at some point. But when you look at, you know, fiction and storytelling and like Terminator and stuff like that, AI was always like the, the boogeyman of like taking over humanity. But in no point did we actually think, oh, AI is going to be the like be able to replicate creative stuff right off the hop. Yeah. And we just allowed them to, you know, make movies, make songs. Um, you know, like the, the moment that they're able to replicate what should be like an intrinsic human thing, 
got to the moment where that we should have been like, uh-uh, this is yeah, bad. Yeah, unplug it <laughs> They're now. able to, to replicate artwork? This yeah. is, oh, no. <laughs> exactly. They like, got to do the boring stuff. They got to do math and, you know, <laughs> calculations. <laughs> leave, leave the cool stuff out of it. Well, I always wanted to, like, the, the, the unpredictable thing is there's always, like, a human backlash to emerging tech or stuff like this. Like, I wonder how many people will start boycotting products that are built with stuff like that because i think i think there will be consumer backlash at some point because i mean like it's impacting consumers yeah yeah i would say when like you see like employment rate like which like double digits of course depending on like where where what area you're in as well but like like right now everyone's like like everyone's using it for their homework and then like then that whole generation is not going to learn anything. They don't. They already don't even know how to write right now. To be honest, you know, to be really political about it, and like now, soon they won't even know how to like do basic like mathematical stuff without entering it into a computer or ask yeah. AI, ask AI to be like, hey, can you do this for me? And like, you know, like AI will be like, well, why? Because I'm, I'm going to be doing anything anyway for you anyway. <laughs> like, why are you learning this? And they're like, yeah, you're right, AI. I shouldn't be learning this. Fist bump, you know. So. <laughs> Is this going to get to the point where we're Wally and like we're not even moving and like just robots are doing everything? And that's, that's scary. Yeah, you go to chat GPT, you're like, hey, guy, uh, can you just do a podcast with Marcel and, yeah. and all our friends? <laughs> then just yeah. upload it to YouTube, do the SEO too, and then it just does it. It probably will have the episode done already, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like five yeah, minutes instantly, right now. Yeah. Instantly with different voices and everything. It can even use our voices. That we set it up here. I'm sure I'm going to stop talking right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sure there's enough of like our individual voices oh, online that they oh. could just like pull from it and just be like, okay, here's robot, robot Riley. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's hear about the, oh, the latest I'm, Walmart deals yeah. of the week. And I've got I've got a scary story. Like I know someone who got <laughs> a, a call from so like someone pretending to be like their daughter or something, and they had. Recorded all her voice and we're talking to her under as her voice. Yep. It's like, hey, I need help. I need you to send me money. So it is. It's already happening. Oh my god! There's oh, there's nice. a bunch of scam calls happening right now where they call you and like they try to get you to search like say certain things so they have your yeah. voice and then they could like hack into like oh Scotia Bank voice recognition system you've passed through what do you need so like I don't answer any calls anymore. I'm just like leave me a voicemail. That's fair. But that's yeah. when you just start answering phone calls. Eh? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hello. Bonjour. Steve's French now. Yeah. <laughs> this changes everything. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Hopefully they like I said, I, I want the writers and, and you and, and even for creative people, I want them to be protected and you know. I don't know. It's just it's it's just wild that now this is our world now where AI is just like sitting there in the background like hey, I'm gonna take over soon. Don't worry. Waiting for the moment uh, to strike, you know. So Caboose is gonna be losing his mind right now. What happened? What happened? Breaking news. What Mortal Kombat just announced uh Megan Fox as Nitera. Oh wow. 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 Uh, She's my oh, first girl crush. Fun fact. I love Megan Fox. It's a good one to have. That's a good yeah. one to have. That's a good one. That's not bad. Transformers. That was like that that's was what it. did it for you. Yeah. Yeah. Changing the oil and everything. Yeah. Oh sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There that's, she is. There she is. I see it. Yeah. Damn. Huh. All right. That's kind of cool. 
Little no, they always have a celebrity in there, right? Like yeah. last one was Ronda Rousey. So right. And I mean, Megan Fox was doing promotions for Diablo and yeah. now Mortal Kombat. She's she's in the gaming world. She's, she's one of us. World. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, she, under, she understands her audience. Dork. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Isn't she in the next Expendables movie, too? I think I just watched a trailer with Yes, her. with 50 Cent. Wait, wait. Yeah. There's a, wait, there's another one? Of yes. course there is. And the fourth one in the series. How are they uh, so expendable? They're so old. <laughs> it's like almost pushing 80 right now. Like the same way how this is my big fat Greek wedding. The third one. I didn't know there's a second one. There's this. The third one. Come out this this is news to yeah, me. Yeah, I saw the third yeah. one. The I third saw the post one, for him. Yeah, like, what? One, I'm like, the third one? What the? All right. So, I don't know. AI generated coming soon. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> How was your uh, PAX, by the way, Marcus? Yeah, yeah we should move on to PAX West and Nintendo Live. Camille's not here. She, I think Nintendo just took her away. I didn't <laughs> see her at all for the whole weekend. She was madly busy, rightly, yep. rightly so, making a lot of great content and everything. PAX is really cool. Uh, it was in two buildings. Uh, I snuck into Nintendo. They had no idea. No, but they, no, they, actually let, they actually let me in. Mario Wonder was there as well. Big surprise. Didn't expect that. Um, did I you just, play it? I did. I had a chance to try it out. It's what do you think? It is absolutely. Uh, it's it's wonderful. I should say. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hell. <laughs> it's really. You know, it's really cool. They have like this badge system. I don't know if any of you saw the direct that came out yep. last week, but um, everything there was playable. They gave us like 15 minutes to play. Um, you could. There's different like depth of field. So like, I, like if the wonder, like if you grab like a wonder seal at one point, you would end up like a lot closer to the screen, and like everything in the background would change. Like there's like different like layers of like depth of field with it um the elephant is absolutely amazing as well you just use your trunk and flick stuff or you just like sh- like shoot out water with it as well um cool. the badge systems are really cool to add some extra nice little perks who would have thought mario had a perk system now where you're like oh you want to jump like higher yeah like call of duty you want to have a little uh jump higher just wear a badge before that you want to add more coins to that you know um you could do that as well um it's it was really it's really cool it's like it plays like the like the others, to be honest, and but like it's it's a really really good time. It's very chaotic, especially when you have four people and then there's like a million bulls rushing you and everything. You're like, where's everybody? And like people are just like taking damage from everywhere. Um, uh, Yoshi and Nabbit, they don't take any damage, of course. I think Nabbit even like collects like the coins if he's nearby. He has like a little magnetic thing on him or something. Right. Uh, so those are like if people who don't know how to play any video games, they can play those characters if they wish. You know, like it's a good diverse options, and there's there's also different color Yoshi's as well, um, and uh, yeah, and Toad and Toad. It was really really cool, I must say. It was a really fun experience, and can't, I can't wait for it. It was, it was a really fun game, and uh, really well animated as well. Like like you know how like I thought that was part of the whole like trailer where like Mario went to the pipe and he's like looking around like no, it's like part of the game, and uh-huh. and like mm-hmm. even even the enemies react like I had this poor guy. He shot something at me. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm coming after. He's like, oh, no. And he starts, like, running away from you, like, <laughs> freaking out. It's so well animated. And all, like, it's, it's like, you, like, even if you shoot a shell at him, he's like, he, he takes off running. He's like, oh, my God, you shot that back at me? Okay, no, I'm out. And he's just, he's, like, he's crying and everything. Like, even the Goombas react when you're ready to stop them. They're like, oh, no, like, like a whole, like, it's well, oh, well, like, it's very, very expressive. And um, I can't wait to play it. I, I don't know if I there's online that. with it. There's rumors of that. Or there might be like a yeah, we saw an online component, right? Like we saw like yeah, the uh, shadows or whatever, yeah. the ghosts, right? 
which are pretty cool. Um, okay, okay. I'm curious, does, does Yoshi turn into an elephant or no? No Yoshi elephant. Yoshi is uh, just like your 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 little sibling mode, basically. Like, so no, no Yoshi dash. can only give elephants rides. He doesn't get he to does turn into He does give elephant one. rides, though, yes. That is very, yeah, very cool. hilarious to see. So. <laughs> just breaks <laughs> his back every yeah. single time. Yeah, exactly. And then, yes, you can also jump off of him as an elephant and just like launch him down if you want. So, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was really cool to uh to play everyone was really excited and um overall the whole um like like nintendo live part of it they had like their own little um theme parks and like they had the mario van there from the movie as well if you and uh, oh very cool they had the um orchestra there that was hosted by uh, victor lucas actually yeah uh, i saw him on monday and um camille's out there making content and they had like photos you want to take they had a massive lego piece i think it was like 20 feet tall of bowser bowser right yeah, yeah right, i saw yeah, the picture and which you could like you could stand in front of him like he'll be chasing you and everything and um they had like a lot of great props for like uh from legend of zelda the sword was all like destroyed and everything and um the zelda statue there um, from from previous packs was, is there as well um tom nook was there i almost i almost jumped him because i'm like you you made me do all this work tom nook for nothing <laughs> Or bells, your fake money, you know. So <laughs> was it was, a statue, or is like a guy no, in a costume? A, a guy in a costume, and I would, okay, I, would okay. I could take him, I could take him. But, mm. but Isabel was there, so I was a little, I was a little worried after that. So, <laughs> you know, uh, so, um, they had a lot of merch there as well, and uh, yeah, over, and like a bunch of tournaments as well. So Nintendo Live was really cool. I, I love to see them like take this like on tour to like like other places as well for people to yeah. try their games and everything. Especially for it, it, I think it would do really well for like a holiday season tour they just like oh let me just let's just bring this here to a mall or something or or like something near Eaton center or something Eaton, Eaton that'd center. be dope yeah yeah if yeah i don't i don't know if they're gonna bring that up bring that out here so i don't think it's not a rough who is people still going to malls sometimes <laughs> or a nice boba tea or, or something you know yeah, yeah, yeah. let's bring it to a walmart though what are you talking about let's bring it to our yeah yeah what's the Some biggest malls have a walmart what's the biggest walmart in toronto I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not in there measuring them. I, I, you don't have the schematics? You don't have this? What are you yeah, talking about? I'm trying to not, strike no. a deal for you here. You I'm know. sorry, man. I'm sorry. I know I don't I genuinely don't know. I, I feel like I feel like there are a few, but they're usually in plazas. Fair enough. Kind of like on the outskirts more so. And then some of the ones in the malls are like a bit smaller. Yeah. Mm. I wanted Dauphin Mall's pretty big. Dauphin Mall is yeah. pretty big, yeah. Yeah, um, that's Woodbridge are pretty massive too. Yeah, uh, I also stopped by the Square Enix uh, booth as well. They had a massive yeah. statue of um, Gino. No, not Gino. Sorry, oh. sadly. Nothing, nothing Gino related was there. Um, they had um, uh, Star Ocean there to play about. Fantastic, like remake of the game. I don't know if any of you guys like Star Ocean, but they even had like um, like the concept art for them. I think it's like a remake they're doing. Uh, with that game they had foam stars as well which i was a game i'm really intrigued because i love splatoon and uh and as soon as i saw that game i was like well this is like a splatoon ripoff it was a, it's a splatoon-esque game and i think a lot of people would be surprised by that game because actually it's really really good um where you just you don't have to focus on covering with all the foam on the floor to win you actually like shoot at people and you have to like phone them up <laughs> You had to foam them up, and then you had to kick them out of bounds and everything like that. So it's a whole different way of play. I don't know if it's going to be like a different mode. That was just one mode to be played. But 
Um, it was it was it was quite interesting, and each character has their own unique ability. Where like in Splatoon, like depending on you actually pick which perk or which ultimate you want. This one is like it's like per person and everything. So yeah, overall, I saw yeah. you had like a Minecraft room. And it was like a real life Minecraft room, and that looked really dope. That wasn't at PAX. That was at the yeah. Oh, you you got a little PAX tour from yeah, uh, Aaron, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. That was that's pretty thing. cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Thing I, that's the only thing I could show um at the building club. Everything else mm. that they show me, they're like, no pictures. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> Chill, please. But, but, but what's that? Don't put me in the Xbox jail. <laughs> yeah, but what's that? You know, yeah, yeah. Don't throw me through that portal, please, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Um, what about uh, Sega was there with Yakuza and Persona Persona 3 as well was there. And, cool. Um, no, no Sonic uh, superstars. A little surprised by that. So I think that would have been like a nice game to like kind of counteract mario wonder maybe a little bit it wasn't present at, at the show nothing was there yeah that's really uh the single the mayo game or i can't remember, I can't remember the name of it but oh the, samba d'amigo yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah they had that there but they didn't have uh yeah no sonic uh super size I, I was a little surprised by that um mm. and then uh mm. the prince of persia game was there as well fae farm which is a canadian base as well uh that they were there right. Um, so excited! My, Five Nights of uh, Freddy's had a big booth as well for their. their oh, the movie's game. coming. Oh, out, right? the movie. I think a movie, mm-hmm. and I think it was a game related mm-hmm. as well. Um, and uh, it always seems like there's a new game in that series. Like every I month, I feel like a new series. one comes out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Josh Hutcherson who's like the main actor in it this time yeah. around. Yeah, I don't know. I can't get behind that series, and I'm sure. Last time I said that, someone yelled at me. Somebody yelled at it again for that, but I, it's just it's just not for me. I don't know. I can't. The whole the fake jumps not fake the cheap jump scares are like that's just nothing. I just could yell at you guys, be like, "Oh hey, Steven, blah," and you're like, "Whoa, whoa, like, oh, oh my god, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, like, like you know, like that's just I, don't know. I want you, to, I want you like to mess with my mind and stuff like that. Which by the way, they had this game called um I don't know find the name of it, but it was like a nineties um nineties style by Square Enix that they didn't even talk about to be honest, and like it's very like Clock Tower ish a little bit. Um, so that, that's, that's cool yeah i didn't find a name for you guys for that one but yeah besides that it was overall it was really cool it was in two buildings this year uh instead of being in one building uh tekken 8 was there if people want to try out baldur's game had a massive one as well and they had like a little like bar system they had there but everyone was just love out there. baldur's game you that's know, sick did you, i, don't I know. think it could be a game of the year contender i was about to say that. i was about mm-hmm. to say baldur's gate might be game of the year especially with how like diverse the whole environment is and that's why people someone brought up the comparison with starfield in that game how like even just people like like npcs just how much detail they had detail to them, yeah. compared to uh starfield and everything so i, I like just, like, checked facebook the other day and yeah. like people who don't play video games are just like yeah i played baldur's gate all weekend and i'm like oh shit this thing is big yeah, yeah. I, I i really think that baldur's gate has the best chance at beating zelda for game of the year at this point and yeah, so i think it's tied on metacritic score wise yeah so it seems like it has a really strong chance i mean it's the game that made phil spencer break xbox parody, parody yeah so um yeah, it's huge and yeah i i, I mean I'll, I'll go on record now that i think that it will end up being game of the year just because you might. it to to your point it feels like it's the the one game this year that kind of broke through the industry like the bubble yep and got people like outside of it just to be like oh what is this game not necessarily that they're going to pick it up but to get people interested in a D style video game yeah. is 
not an easy thing to do so to kind of like break into the mainstream that's 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 game of the year no, status absolutely. it's so good i have like 60 hours in the game but i've had it for like years like right alpha and now i think they also announced the next divinity right so like we're gonna get another game oh really oh. yeah so that's gonna be good wow. uh, that, that studio game. is rolling yeah yep. good for them uh, by the way, that 90s clock tower-ish game by Square is called Little uh, Goody Two-Shoes, as prison-y as it, as it can be called, but it was, it was really, really cool, and it, it definitely adds to, like, the old-school 90s style of, like, a like a clock tower, like, scary game, so. Cool, uh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, besides that, uh, Prison Persia was there. It was all played on the, on the Switch. They had, like, nothing was, like, PC or Xbox or PlayStation. It was all, they were all running the Switch version on that game, so. Did you play it? Uh, no, I just I just watched it. <laughs> how how did it look? Because like from looked, the trailers, it, really it looks good. pretty dope. Yeah, it looks okay. really good. Yeah, I don't know when last time when you saw it was it Switch build or no? Uh, well, when I saw it, it was at was it when's the last time I saw it? Actually, summer it was just game like Fest. the Gamescom. Well, wasn't it at summer? Oh, it was just Summer Game Fest. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think they were specific on like what console the okay. gameplay was from. Yeah. Um, yeah, besides that, it was overall a good show, I would say. Yeah. So, hopefully, uh, the, uh, a Canadian version happens or something. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. Imagine. We need, we, need, we need something up there, you know? <laughs> something. Yeah. Fan Expo is fun, but yeah, not something like very gaming yeah. specific. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you say, the- like, they were, did you say there was a bar at the. Baldur's Gate had, like, I believe they had like a, they were set up as a bar, like a tavern, the, like a tavern, yeah. They had like a mm-hmm. whole booth there for that, so with like real beer and stuff. I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> I, okay, I, I don't, I don't mm. think so. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know someone was like dressed up as a mind flare. I saw like a picture of the guy taking a selfie, and that yeah. was really oh, that's funny. cool. Yeah, yeah. That, was, yeah. Well, that was one of the things that I was so intrigued about when they were talking about uh, bringing back E3 is one of the big ideas they had was that the center of the the show floor was going to be like a gamer bar oh, and they'd have specialty dream. cocktails and stuff like that. And I was like, Great idea. That's a fun idea. Um, like yeah. if you're going to open it up to consumers and stuff, I mean, within reason, like you have to of moderate course. it pretty heavily, yeah. but I, I think it would be really neat to do something like that. If you have a little zone like that, People can have a beer, go play, you know, the new Sonic game or something like that after. Uh, I don't know. I, I like that sort of idea. I do wish we had something like that in Canada. It really would yeah. be just crucial, I think. I remember when Arcane came out, Riot had like an Activision of like the underground and they had the what the final drop or whatever the bar is called there. And I'm just like, this should exist all the time in real life because like it's such a dope thing. It'd be like Stormcrow Manor times 3000. And I feel like Toronto needs one of those. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of Arcane, did it just announce season two? Uh, Season two. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Happened during PAX as well, and I think also uh, Final Fantasy uh, 16, they announced some stuff at PAX. DLC, as well. right? Yeah, DLC and a PC port. Which the PC, we knew, that was a thing already, but like, because the first stuff they were showing, there was, it mentioned PC and PS5. It was meant to come Yeah, but didn't they, didn't they like, uh, like immediately step, roll that back, oh, and they're like, yeah. never mind. Yeah, yeah. I think Sony's like, no, 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 it's for us only first. Like, it right. was originally, that's why I'm like, I'm not surprised because the, 
You literally have a trailer saying this is the PC gameplay of the yeah. game. I don't, I don't know. So I'm waiting for that game to come on the PC. So to try it out, see how crazy it will be. But yeah, over, um, and then yeah, that's pretty much it. Really, it was a lot of games that we've seen and uh, they were announced. Um, the, the one like, like I said that shocked me was Mario Wonder. I had no idea that I was going to be there. Um, and uh, Invisible was there as well. Another fact that's if you want like a mysterious like you just throw on the planet trying to figure out what happened here that is definitely a game to look out for the, Invin- the invisible i think you played a demo of that on uh on steam right now so it's a health it's like a good healthy like hour demo as well it's like oh wow yeah you're just you just like you're on the, it's like it's kind of like a subnautica but like you're just throwing this planet you're like what like what happened here why is this person dead why is this thing trying to kill me type of thing you know so Definitely look out for that one. I think that one's uh, by 11-Bit Studio, actually. So, yeah. And overall, it was a solid show. So, awesome. Yeah. So yeah. glad you had a good time. Yeah, it was a really, really uh, productive, productive weekend. Just meetings and meetings, and people were like, "Come out to this party." I'm like, "I have a meeting at nine, you know." So, <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to. Go <laughs> maybe, out. After. Yeah. maybe after. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just maybe I'll just maybe I'll just stay up. I don't know. So. <laughs> I think yeah, just seeing seeing that I'm like I, I want to go to PAX now. Same. I really want to so go to Battle. Like uh, and all the like Nintendo's there, Microsoft's there. Yeah. It seems like it seems like the perfect hub because everybody would be there. Yeah. Because why wouldn't you be? So maybe maybe we can talk about that offline. We can yeah. find yeah. a way to go next year. That'd be fun. Or let's just run, let's just run our own. You know, let's just have one oh. up here. Like, I, let's do we it. Have- Honestly, majority of the talent that are there are based out of Canada. Like I said, uh, Faith Farm was there, and um, Brace Your Brace Yourself Games was there as well. Like, oh, sure. Like everyone, like is like someone has like a Canadian connection, and like this blows my mind. We don't have our very own gaming focus. We have a million anime ones, but no gaming ones. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like even like a lot of the gaming ones we've had have always been short lived. Yeah, like yeah. The GameCon we had yep. um, GLX, EGLX. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel for them. Like a lot of them try to get a foothold during the beginning of the pandemic, like right before yes. the pandemic. Yeah. But after that, I was like, well, you're not. That's not happening for a few years. So there was, all, that, there was also the one, Riley. You remember the one we all we had to go all the way out to Mississauga for. What oh was yeah! That one Do you they remember? Like they had like a discount. Fell off the back of the truck, like clothing sale next door. Yeah, yeah. yeah we went and saw sandals and Crocs. Coverage for them. You did, yeah. Um, it was. I, it was almost, I forget what it was, it was called. Almost like EGLX. It was like EGX or something. It was so close to it oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I always mix them up. And yeah, they had like a gears tournament in the back. Some sort of like military recruitment center, yeah. Where they're like, "Yeah, just come take a picture in our RV." I was like, "All right." I love and also sign it. up. Five years, like let's go. Any of like the like the brand new from the ground up like esports initiatives don't no. don't do well as like a backing for an expo usually. No. Uh, so I mean, if we could do it, we would have to do it different, way differently than that. But right, and probably, hopefully in an area that wasn't. You know, next to the airport, next to hour the airport, away, getting Crocs. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, that was bizarre. Like just walking out and be like, "Oh yeah, there's just a, a shoe outlet." Yeah, that's that's what. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like I said, we have like enough like studios to show off the show off the floor and everything, and I'm sure Nintendo and Sony and they could pay we like a a tenth, they could play a tenth of their budget. You know, 
just to send them over there. Like, honestly, we need to take a risk. We're very, like, I find the gaming industry here in Canada is very, they're not, they don't, they don't take any risks. They're just like, oh, we don't have the budget for it. And then, like, then they yeah. put, like, half their budget in, like, like, I don't, I don't know, like, the smallest, like, subway know, marketing. Like, or a subway something. marketing. Oh, right. or something yeah. Like, yeah. Or just give, like, here, just give this one creator, like, $20,000 just to announce this one game that, they even they never heard of until you show them how much you're going to be paying them. Right. <laughs> and then they'll play it for two days they on stream and then never talk about it ever again. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or bash the game or something like that. You know, so I don't know. I, I think it's about time that we need to have, even if it started off smothered, because you just have to take a risk, you know? And like, That's right. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Someone. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Walmart presents. You know? Yeah, imagine. There yeah, let me try to get some budget for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I also want to give a little shout out to Sea of Stars, who sold uh, was it over two hundred thousand copies? Yeah, mm, huge. Which is massive. Great for a Canadian game. game. Yeah, yeah, especially the game is out on Game Pass and uh, PlayStation Plus as well. To sell that much, that much is ready on the it's first. It's been a week. week. It's only yeah. been a week. It's out. Like it's crazy, and people, a lot of people call it. It might be like RPG game of the year, actually. So. Which I don't. I guess. Wait. What? What did Baldur's Gate be RPG or no? Or yeah. Or, yeah. See, I, would. Okay, I well, feel well, bad for Sea Stars. <laughs> there's like there's so much competition this year. Like it would be a no brainer yeah. if they came out any other year, but it's a tough year. Maybe two. Yeah. Maybe indie game of the year. I guess I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think indie game. They're they're almost a shoo-in because this game this year has been so heavily focused on AAA games. Yeah. That I don't like other than maybe like Hi-Fi Rush, I can't really oh, think off the top of my head which like indie well Hi-Fi Rush isn't even indie. Never mind, take that take that off the table. But I don't know if there there's been another like darling in terms of the, the indie game space. That's wild that Hi-Fi Rush kicked off the year. I completely right? forgot. I thought it was last year. That's crazy. Shadow dropped, right? Yeah. yeah. Like here it is. There's some really good shadow drops this year. Prime remaster, yeah. uh Hi-Fi Rush, uh Pikmin 1 and 2 collection mm-hmm. dropped. Uh Quake 2 remaster. That was also a oh, fun yeah. one. Yeah. That was a cool one. That's a good uh YouTube video right there waiting to happen, Riley. <laughs> Best shadow drop of this year so far. Thank you. I'm yeah. <laughs> Can I write that one? Get on it. <laughs> uh, what, Sammy, what do you got? Uh, what do you got going on for this week? I'm uh, just pre-planning for a gaming network. So if you are listening and not signed up to our newsletter, please do so. We release every Monday at 8 a.m. and it's great. All the gaming news in one email. Yeah. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Eastern Time. Time. Oh. Thank you. Hell yeah. <laughs> Sorry for everyone in the uh, in the other side, the the West Coast. You got it. You get it at six, so you know. You get it earlier. You get it earlier. You're welcome. That's <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and then everyone in Japan, you get Sorry, it. To- you get. Yeah. You get it tomorrow. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also like the thousand dream fund as well that's happening right now. So make sure you guys go right. Or is it a thousand dream? Okay, a thousand dream. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And oh. it's called specifically. Um, I will look at this right now. The broadcast her grant where. They're giving grants to uh, women and femme identifying creators who want to just like update their stations, go to conventions, do like esports training, kind of like anything gaming related that you know wow. you may not be able to afford. They're doing grants for girls like that. 
That's amazing. Absolutely That's great. Amazing. Yeah, I want to give a little special shout out for that. Uh, Steve, what do you got for us? Busy week. Uh, yeah, busy week. Um, leading into next week, I'm going to have a preview for Assassin's Creed Mirage, Forza Motorsport, and then I'll be away next week on a on a secret little mission. But uh, I'm excited to to report back. All right, all right. Really but, excited to hear uh, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep up with uh, me all across the internet at Asfigbari. Mm-hmm. Riley, what you got for us? Uh, yeah, I guess we'll be. I'll be busy on social this week uh, with the launch of Starfield. So we'll be doing a lot there. Uh, we have an exclusive uh, Switch console, which is great that we're going to be working with. And uh, outside of that, um, spattening down the hatches and getting ready for the fall release calendar because it is. It is. I've never seen anything like it, to be honest. It is a lot, a lot. So lots to look forward to there. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to talk about at a future show if this is the greatest year for gaming for sure. Because I don't remember anything like this in my life. This is yeah. Like people bring up examples <laughs> of some great years, and there's some fantastic games. But I think this is the. I think this is the best. I guess. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Not even year, just like best like month and a half for it's, it's absolutely, <laughs> like, it's, Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> A From like today games. on to the end of October, yeah. I would say is the best like window of gaming ever. And there's still more oh, to yeah. be announced. Like we're like, mm-hmm. we're, oh my god, no more. We no we more. can't do anymore. We're we're to the point where <laughs> other studios are just moving their games away. Alone in the dark uh, yeah. is just like I'm out. See you later. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's Assassin's Creed is like we uh, we'll, we'll push it even earlier yeah, to get yeah, out of the yeah. way from yeah. Spider-Man. Like, you can play it now. Just play it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just do it before you forget about it. Now, please. Yeah. I think I think Xbox nailed it with the Starfield release. Big time, especially oh, early access. Oh, yeah. Early access, Labor Day weekend. It, that was one thing I got to mention when I went to go see them on on Friday. I, I got this. I got the whole Halo tour as well. Um, museum, absolutely fantastic. But everyone was gone. It was like people when we went to go grab lunch. People were like, "You're gonna you're gonna eat here? Like it's it's twelve o'clock. Like everyone's gone for Starfield." Not oh, that's fun. It was, it was, I it love that. Wild. It was wild. I love that. There were probably like at least six people I saw the whole time there, including the guy Amazing. that gave us a tour who helped you waited to be like, I'm waiting to play Starfield, but I'm only doing this for you. I'm like, oh, I thank Ooh. you, I guess. So like, he was like, I, they, they gave permission slips <laughs> to leave for Starfield and everything. It was pretty hilarious. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that's like, incredible. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Uh, for me, else, well, I'm going to be playing some Starfield finally at last. And I had... It's cold for the longest time, and now I can finally play it. Of course, as soon as I leave, they're like, oh, you know what? Here's your early access. I'm like, really? On the plane? Thank you. You know, so <laughs> I waited all week for it, but I'm, I'm finally excited to dive in and see uh, what everyone's talking about. So, and, uh, you know, you, you guys you guys got me extra excited, so. I'm excited to hear your thoughts. I, I, yeah, I really yeah, want to know we'll, what you think about it. I, I, I honestly think we'll be talking about more, more Starfield down the road, especially when we get everyone uh, back as well. So, yeah. you know. We were, we were, you know, our backs are tired. We we're carrying the crew here to this oh. week. <laughs> oh, oh, my back. Oh. Oh, need some uh, ice, <laughs> ice and hot, you know, from Shaq. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye, everyone.